Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what is up? You're listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Coe here alongside MG, my guy Marcus Grant, the whiz kid from Wisconsin behind the glass, Alex Gelhar, and the Fantasy Hall of Famer, the Hoff, as uh, Matt Money Smith calls him. Michael Fabiano, what's up? What's going on? Not me. Not you? What? A little under the weather, eh, Fab? <clears throat> yeah, it sucks when you wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning and you're like, you know, uh, got a 101 degree fever. <clears throat> I so walk I'm trying into the, to fight uh, through this this darn thing um, for the next couple of days, and then I actually get a day off on Thanksgiving. I uh, walk into the podcast studio, and uh, I'm greeted by Michael Fabiano telling me, Cole, don't try to kiss me today. Well, I mean, typically you come in here with a big wet one. That's, that's really never happened and, in uh, the history of this podcast. <clears throat> yes, uh, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. Ah, we're just, <clears throat> but hey, all right. it's, it's a good warning yes. just in case. Uh, that's a very good point. Yeah, maybe I want to get Greek or whatever. I've got some of this uh, throat coat echinacea tea that I'm throat coat. Throat okay. coat. Wow. All right. All right. It, it does something. I don't know. Uh, on today's show, we will be talking about the litany of injuries that are impacting. Uh, dude, can they please stop? I know, really, dude. It's it's, it's everyone is year. hurt. Um, is hurt. We will do top waiver wire ads, of course, on this beautiful tie Tuesday, and we will give a bunch. Of Thanksgiving game previews, Eagles at Lions, Panthers at Cowboys, Bears at Packers. A lot of fantasy players on Thanksgiving lot. today. Oh, my gosh. So many. Unbelievable amounts. And then, of course, we'll give daily daps as well. But let's start with our Monday Night Football reaction. 20-13 uh, to 13 was your final score. New England shockingly wins at home. Whistle. <laughs> I just felt like we had to throw one in inadvertently. I, did, I didn't mean to do Hey, that. guys, is anyone my else bad. worried about Tom Brady? I am. Everyone's Starting to. hurt. And Amendola now is hurt. His knee is supposed to have an MRI. Uh, Brady only scored 13 points last night, and his last yeah. two games have been less than stellar. And uh, his uh, his receiving options are going down like flies. Yeah, we've seen now agree. twice this year that despite them them being otherworldly quarterbacks, they still need people to catch the ball. Because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers hit a rough stretch, and now Tom Brady. I mean, that was part of why he was so great. Philip Rivers now. Philip Rivers. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I might go down and try and try out and like a Vince Papali type move Should. and get on the field <laughs> for the Chargers. Do that. And you know, they got the Broncos this week. Yeah, that's not going to be good. Good luck with that. But do you sit Tom Brady? I mean, you. Re- it's hard. Say you have Derek Carr, right against Tennessee. Ooh. This week. Uh, Boy, that is tough. That's, that's tough. That's spicy. I don't know if I could do it. I just I Ryan Hoyer against the Saints. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent though. I'll I'll, so, I'll live so this. Confident. I mean, I'll do, live do the Saints. Stream. Do the do Saints it. get frisky now that they've got a new defensive coordinator? Dennis Allen's taking over there and stuff. Did they get a bunch of new players? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I think point the, taken. I'm gonna look at Alex's rankings. You know what? We're gonna. Um, well, I I, I don't I don't. But uh, we'll we'll see. That was before everybody else got injured. Yeah. All right. We will t- we will chat Brady versus uh, today on today's show because uh, I think that's a very interesting topic, um, <clears throat> and we will try to get to it. But uh, twenty to thirteen, your final score. Um, nobody did anything from a fantasy perspective except Lashawn McCoy and a little bit of Danny Amendola as well. Hey, James White, James had, White had two touchdowns. Yeah, he had a good game, and no one played him. I, I, but I, I was just about to say, yeah, James White had a great game, but 
how many people played Nobody. Because the week before, he and Brandon Bolden did absolutely nothing. nothing. So well, He had more nothing last night than he had all year. Bellatrix are back. They're back, as, no. as we figured. They never go away. Damn it. So, um, so yeah, so it's it, it's it was interesting. I mean, as you mentioned, Tom Brady didn't do much. Ty- Tyrod Taylor had less than ten points in standard. Uh, I guess in either either format, I guess he had less than ten because. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, uh, he had a great day in PPR though. James. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yeah, he, he had no touchdowns. It doesn't make a difference. Um, yeah. No. I, and Lashawn McCoy, were you guys surprised by how much? My God, I think he's still being used right now. Yeah, by, uh, he's been by the good. Bill. I mean, what, like 15-plus fantasy points in four of his last five or something like that? And um, as long as he can stay healthy, he is going to be an RB1 for you down the stretch because they want to run the football. Now, the warning here is that they're playing Kansas City this week in Arrowhead Stadium. And if you look at the Chiefs' defense lately, it's been my good. goodness, really they're good. allowing been, less than 10 points a game. It's been really, really good. You know what? Something you ma- got to play them, but wow. Something magical happened last night. What's that? Carlos Williams played in the game and didn't score. I How know. did that happen? I was just just amazing. I, when when Shady dove into the end zone, I like was leaning around the team, like double check. Is like, is that was that, you sure that wasn't twenty nine? <laughs> oh no, okay, it was, it was Shady twenty five. Uh, Lashawn McCoy twenty carries, eighty two yards, and a touchdown. Um, a beautiful twenty seven yard uh, stretch out run for touch. Uh, that was just gorgeous. The um, the the crazy thing about it, I, look, I know he gets used in the passing game. Ten targets. Yeah. Six catches. Um, it was crazy how much they were using Shady McCoy. Carlos Williams, on the other hand, only had six carries for 11 yards. I love that formation they run out there, by the way. With the, him uh, as the lead blocker? Yeah, the two tailbacks uh, in a shotgun set. Um, and, and I think it kind of keeps linebackers a little bit more honest. They can't flood that one side. Um, and they uh, they look pretty good. I, I, thought, I, I thought that formation was pretty effective for him. Unfortunately, they just weren't able to get I mean they got close they look like Cal in the red zone they just got close but they couldn't punch it in um but uh, what any other takeaways from this game LeGarrette Blunt got 16 carries didn't do almost anything with it 56 yards but mm-hmm. man the uh, the Patriots backfield a mess once again uh and Sammy Watkins continues to be hard to trust oh I know gosh. dude uh, I tell you some Butler was just on him like white on rice all night long yeah, Malcolm Butler's great. Um, three catches for Sammy Watkins for just 39 yards. I think the one thing that um, I have come to realize about Sammy Watkins, he's got great hands if you could get it to him. He's got good vertical speed and good leap. What he doesn't have uh, and he doesn't excel in is being able to adjust to the ball in the air and come back to it. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, when I look at some of these elite wide receivers, uh, you know, of course, OBJ, of course, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Antonio Brown, uh, guys are able to come back to the ball when it's thrown in the air. If it's short, if it's inside, if it's outside, they're able to adjust their bodies and, and get to that football. I just don't see that kind of lateral movement uh, once the ball's in flight. I think part of the trouble, Sammy too, Watkins. is, uh, I mean, Tyrod injured his shoulder later, but even still, he was, Tyrod, like on deep balls, couldn't get it to Sammy. Like, a lot of those deep balls were way underthrown. And First half, he wasn't even looking. Yeah, I don't I don't care who you are. If it's underthrown that badly, you're probably not getting back to I it. I will tell you this, though, um, and maybe this sounds nuts to you guys, but after the Chiefs game, yes. his schedule gets real, real easy. So before the trade deadline, I'd actually go after him. I, I'm not saying that he's your one or your two, but if you need a three or a flex and you want to roll the dice on somebody, the schedule really helps. He's probably very cheap in a trade right now. That's what too. I'm saying. The so, first six weeks you know, of the season, the Chiefs were so bad against wide bad. receivers. Terrible. So bad. They swapped up their cornerbacks, though, and uh, shifted things around, and they've been really good ever since. Is it the Eric Berry factor, too? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit of that. I think the pass rush helps a little bit. They got um, somebody back from suspension. Uh, I think it was Sean Smith. Uh, a little while ago, and uh, they rotated things around, and they've been doing they've been doing a lot better ever since. So I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, KCFPA. Do we just not trust that number now? No. Well, you know, you look at the last like four weeks. Yeah, I think um, that that's probably a better. Indicator. That's what you have to do. Right. Uh, you know, once you once you get a whole bunch of games under your belt, because uh, a lot of times uh, a, a team goes into the season and struggles, and then things turn around. I mean, look at the Texans. They're the same kind of thing. True. They they were horrible, I and mean, Miami made them look like a JV squad, and then True. lately they 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 are playing out of their minds they beat an undefeated team uh and so if we look at kansas city's last four weeks against wide receivers uh you're looking at a team that's given up fewer than 19 points a game uh for the season 
They're giving up more than 28. So yeah. do the math. Right. They, they have they've, gotten they've, way they've, better. Uh, Danny Amendola, nine catches, 117. Uh, again, we don't know his injury status quite yet uh, early on this tie Tuesday. Uh, Brandon LaFell, four for 66. Gronk, another disappointing afternoon, man. Um, two, two, of catches. His, yeah. two of his last three games are under five points. I, exactly. Well, it's getting harder when there are fewer options in the, the Patriot offense. I mean, part of what made him so – obviously he's – immensely talented but it also helps when you can't focus all your energy on stopping him because you had Julian Edelman and Deion Lewis and Dane Amendola and you know Brandon LaFell but now you start taking those pieces away it gets a lot easier just to lock down on Gronk I think the other side of the argument though Marcus was that I I thought Gronk was just going to get more volume because who else is Brady going to throw to part part of the issue is Brady had Rex Ryan and that Bills defense did a fantastic job of putting pressure in Brady's face and he was trying to like he was trying to do throws that Brady of like six years ago maybe could have made off his back foot or running and stuff, but now those were fluttering or weren't getting to people and stuff like that. So Yeah, he threw a lot of gopher balls on purpose. Not yeah, and just that to too. avoid getting hit. That too. Um, um, you look at his completion percentage, twenty of thirty nine. That is very un. Yeah, the offensive line did not help him last night. Uh, that's a unit that's es- been injured a lot too. Yeah, yeah. especially with yeah, the, with oh, the penalties. Yeah. Um but I, I felt I felt bad. <laughs> Sixty one got called for like two or three penalties in a row. I felt like yeah, Marcus Cannon had a rough was night. Was just yeah, going to Marcus, <laughs> Marcus Cannon had a rough night. He's not going to enjoy the film session. Uh, uh, burn, burn that tape, Marcus. Uh, James White, do we trust him moving forward? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> that was quick. Um, what do we make of Tyrod Taylor? Because again, you talk about a guy who's came out, you know, just blazing hot, has really cooled off as of late. Tyrod Taylor, less than ten points uh, in yesterday's ball and, game, and you can't play him this week against the the Chiefs either. I think he's a guy who you sit on. Uh, maybe you play him when the matchups start getting better, but the buys are over, so you're going to have more options at quarterback. All right, let's say you've got, <clears throat> let let's say you're trying to rotate a couple different quarterbacks. Are you? Would you be comfortable, you know, uh, putting them on the waiver wire to pick up a hot QB? Oh, sure. In, in a ten-team league, yeah, oh, sure. Especially in a ten-team league, yeah, no doubt about that. Now, uh, if uh, let's put it this way, if I had two quarterbacks on the same level as Tyrod, maybe one a little bit better, and Hoyer was on the waiver wire. I dropped Taylor to pick up Hoyer and play him this week. Let's say you had uh, I have a I have a situation where I have Drew Brees and Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, well, it, I, I, I you're gonna play Drew. You're gonna play Drew Brees. So I, oh, right. I'd, be, I'd be cutting Taylor. Yeah. yeah, you could use you could use that space for somebody else, handcuff a running back or something. Would West Virginia's finest Matt Harmon say this is <laughs> Ty God slander? Probably not. I think he realizes at this point. I mean, one, th- that offense has really slowed down, and now you wonder you know, what's up with his shoulder or, or whatever the issue was last night because he was he was definitely hurting near the end of that game yesterday. And, and it, it affected his ability to get the ball downfield. I mean, it, it, it's no good ha- having to do a two-minute drill with a quarterback who can't push the ball 15, 20 yards down the field. Dude, how th- by, by the way, how baller was his stiff arm throw to Sammy Watkins? It's pretty great. That was all, he was stiff arming a D lineman and threw a nice little ball to Sammy Watkins, and then Watkins makes a, a, a beautiful one handed grab. Uh, that was probably Tyrod's best highlight of the afternoon. Although you know what though, he did have that beautiful ball um, into the end zone that that Shady probably should have caught. Should have caught it. Um, the defender made a nice, you know, uh, play catching up to that ball. But man, that was a nice throw. Yeah, he had he had he did have some nice throws. Um, so it's not like Devin McCourty made a heck of a play on. He that. didn't make a good play. He did, but still, Shady probably should have brought that one in. But yeah, uh, I get that he's a running. Early player. earlier in the year, I guess to wrap it up on Tyrod. Earlier in the year, he was basically a, a no brainer start. Right now, he's a matchup based starter. Yep, oh, there you go. All right, let's hit top headlines. Let's do it. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Whistles go. Woo! I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. Don't watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. All right, let's try to get through these pretty quick here. Justin Forsett breaks his arm. Joe Flacco tears an ACL. Uh, and uh, Hellfire is raining down in Baltimore. Uh, what do we make of the offense? I mean, I know Javaris Buck Allen. Is that I, I, I'm going to screw up that name? Just call him Buck. Mark, just call him Buck. Just call him Buck. You know, just call him Buck. In in our game, just type in J A V. There's no other J A V name. There you go. Uh, on the player list, so you'll be fine. You could argue that that dude's the centerpiece of their offense the rest of the season because they have nothing. I, mean, I don't. He I don't is. think. Yeah, I don't think there's a question. But, right? but with Matt Schaub under center and uh, uh, no other pieces around, I, I mean, hey, do we? Tr- hey. Crockett Gilmore is still there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rocket Gilmore is there. He did get over 100 yards. Yeah, uh, he's not going to be a centerpiece game-breaking type. Part of the reason I liked him was because they had other things around him, and right. they are all gone. Uh, so, uh, Kamar Aiken, Chris Givens, and uh, Crockett Gilmore, your receiving threats there. Marlon all Brown and – Wow, oh, that is a, that's a different-looking unit. Yeah, that's why uh, Buck Allen is one of the, is a great name off the waiver wire, but especially given the news with Marshawn Lynch, Thomas Rawls is the person people should go after. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you oh. something right now. I don't have any confirmation, but I've talked to a couple of people in the know. I think he's done. I think he's done for the regular season. Like he's Marshawn's going to end up getting dropped in fantasy. This it game. sounds like that. Yeah. How this yeah. is just a crazy, crazy. So game. let's let's list the running backs who've gone out for the year. Jamal Charles, right? Levy Foster, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, now, uh, Deion, Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. It looks like Marshawn could be heading there. Uh, and, and if if we put uh, injuries and bad play together, then you could throw Eddie Lacy, Eddie Lacy into there as well. Although he cracked the century mark, He's baby. coming hey. back. He uh, looked good on Sunday. But yeah, so also Justin Forsett, Justin like Forsett. we just mentioned. I that's, mean, that's it like is a un- lot. That is like a pretty decent percentage of the running backs who were drafted with sure. the first 20 overall picks. Jeremy Hill has been crap. And you so add in C.J. Anderson. Yep, C.J. Anderson, this is just going to say. So, I mean, you know what? You know, I'm going to complain here for a second too. But uh, that that uh, that Devontae Freeman is now hurt. He is on the team that I have. Bell, Foster, Keenan Allen, and Julian Edelman. Oh yeah, that's, I mean that's no good. I it is ridiculous. All right, so ridiculous. Justin Forsett <coughs> breaks his arm. Joe or Joe Flacco. Uh, the Buck Allen comes in in relief. I'm interested to see how he does. I know the offense is not going to be great. He's um, going to get volume though. But he'll get volume. And and I'll say this. Um, and Marcus, I know you are very familiar with Buck Allen, but man, he was productive at USC. He was. Um, you know, I, I think I, I've been interested to watch him this year. He looks a little more decisive than he was in college. I don't know if that's something that they've taught him or whatever, but he, he has looked good, and they're throwing him the ball even more than he caught it at SC. So Mark Trestman, baby. He, he can be productive. I just wonder, with Matt Schaub as the quarterback, if, if teams are going to load the box and dare Schaub to beat them. The last time we saw Matt Schaub, he was throwing pick sixes like he was Santa Claus. I know. like it, that, I'm more excited about the Browns' defense. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was just, you know, this week. He was handing out pick sixes like Oprah around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and he just he didn't have arm strength. We talk about Peyton Manning losing arm strength. Uh-huh. And, and while Schaub's might not be as dramatic or as yeah. talked about, he didn't have the same kind of arm strength the no, last time we saw him out there. Uh, I, will, I mean, again. Again, it's the Raider factor, so I will assume that he will play better uh, than he did uh, in his time in Oakland. Uh, we've seen that too many times to count, uh, where guys leave Oakland and just play better. So, um, but uh, on the plus side for Buck Allen, he gets the Browns' poorest run. Yeah, very good point. Are they? I like it. They are. They? I mean, they're the was... last four weeks are giving up an average of fewer than twelve points to backs. That that defense has gotten much better. That was also part of the part of the games, though, because that game one. Ben Roethlisberger came in. He was like, oh, you guys aren't going to cover Antonio Brown? This, Let me just throw work. to him. Yeah, I, I know, but, I mean, there's been some other matchups that Cleveland uh, uh, looked to be a, uh, a stardom, that the running back, and I, I can go back and look at uh, some of the players, but they they have been much better against the run. So, uh, I mean, listen, uh, they gave up 14.5 to Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard, which is next to nothing uh, for a pair of running backs. Chris Johnson did nothing against them. Uh, the week before, so uh, you know the the last guy who's had a good game against them uh, is Todd Gurley. So I, I'd be careful about saying it's a great matchup this week. Their their defense has been better. All right, uh, Marshawn Lynch seeing a specialist in Philadelphia. He might need uh, sports hernia surgery or something along those lines. Uh, I know that he's been on the injury report with a with an abdominal pain, but so uh, you know it kind of all. You know, fits together in that puzzle. Thomas Rawls uh, was announced the starter. I don't know, maybe like literally like five seconds before kickoff. Yeah, as soon as Lynch was declared inactive. Um, and again, this is a daily reminder: you can't trust NFL coaches. You can't trust NFL. Pete Carroll all week was saying Marshawn is fine. Marshawn is fine. He's going to play. There's and then no like Friday he popped up as questionable. That right, was like his first. And one. even then. Pete Carroll said, you know what? It's fine. No one's worried. He's going to play. They're never going to tell you the truth. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Thomas Rawls steps in and goes off. Bananas. Goes off. 250, two touchdowns. I mean, whoa, Thomas Rawls. And he looked good. Phenomenal. Yep. He looked 
good. Would anyone in fantasy land be upset if Matt Forte and Marshawn Lynch did not play another down this year? Uh, well, Forte well, maybe. If you own Forte, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if you own Langford, you're like, no, it's all good. Take your time, Matt. But I mean, Langford's been better than Forte, and heck, Rawls come out in uh, in the yeah, Forte. Forte Forte's been pretty I mean, yeah, good. He yeah, pretty he was. But uh, look, at, but, I mean, point per game. Yeah, Langford's I mean, but better. okay, in what two and a half games? games? I mean, okay, Langford got got kind of squashed last week too. So tough matchup. Um, but uh, Thomas Rawls, uh, how confident are we in him uh, to kind of continue this? I mean, do keep in mind he did play the Niners, and uh, the yeah. Niners are playing right. for nothing. Um, I would imagine, uh, although the defense looked like they came to play. The defense, the defense for the Niners came out like they just wanted to blow everybody. Up. Yes, I mean I don't know how much they were then, actually making stops, but and then Eric Ra- Reed was trying to blow everybody. And up. then Rawls turned that table and decided to blow everybody up to try to tackle. Him. Well, when right, he ran over, though. when he ran over Tremaine Brock, that was kind of a this statement. is also Woo! a running back who had twenty two point nine fantasy points in the jungle in Cincinnati. Yeah, so he's a he's a good player. He had a hundred uh, plus rushing yards in two of three games earlier in the year. And um, uh, I have Lynch in two leagues. Okay. I have Rawls in both of those leagues. And if I have to cut Marshawn Lynch, to be quite honest with you, I hope he's okay. But I am, I am more than confident, more comfortable playing Thomas Rawls. Is Thomas Rawls? Uh, we saw this. Uh, we saw this on Twitter. A lot of Thomas Rawls questions. Um, uh, obviously, he exploded against the Niners. Where do you kind of rank Thomas Rawls moving forward? Top ten guy? I'd put him as an RB one. Yeah, he's a top ten guy. When he when he being. when they said he started for who's starting for Lynch on Sunday, I put him as my like RB six or seven. Okay, so uh, after seeing the two fifty two touchdowns, is he? A I top? still think he's an RB one. I'm saying is he a top five guy? Ooh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, given attrition, <laughs> attrition. Yeah, I, I would okay. say that the one thing to be aware of, and and if you have him, you're starting him because why not? But he is playing the Steelers this week, who've been very good against the run, okay. and. Now there's a couple weeks of tape out on Thomas Rawls is always the thing to to look at. I mean, because, you know, we go back to Devontae Freeman and Todd Gurley, especially, who were, you know, just bananas for a few weeks. Todd Gurley the last couple weeks hasn't quite been the same guy. I mean, he's getting – That's more Rams than just there being tape on him. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's getting in the end zone, which certainly is is helping salvage his days fantasy-wise. Right. But, uh, you know, the yardage Yardage hasn't quite been there. I mean, when you talk about the Rams, I mean, it's not as though the Seahawks are some sort of offensive juggernaut. (laughs) No, but they have a – they have a, a very much more than competent quarterback. This is true. Which is what the Rams do not have. That is true. All right, Devontae Freeman dealing with concussions, going through the protocol. All signs point to, well, the Falcons at least. And uh, some of the beat reporters feel like uh, he's going through that protocol pretty quick. Good. Uh, so that sounds pretty good. He's yeah, got the Colts. Um, who? Oh, he had a concussion versus the Colts. It's not who he has now. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's got it. He had a concussion versus the Colts. Uh, but uh, Vikings next week. Vikings next week, Tough which match. is a pretty good unit. Um, they actually, yeah. actually, I learned like despite the the feeling of the FPA, they're like the 29th ranked team in Football Outsiders DVOA metric for rushing attacks. So they're actually one of the worst rushing defenses. They just aren't giving up How touchdowns. They aren't giving up touchdowns. They're not giving up rushing touchdowns. Okay, that's why, and that's why like Atlanta is way up there in uh, in fantasy points against, but they've only been allowing like 3.3 yards per carry on the season. I don't know, man. I, I mean, every single defensive metric you look at. Um, uh, I mean, I'm not going into advanced stats here, but just if you just, first of all, look at the eyeball test and also look at the stats, uh, they are very good um, in pretty much every metric you want to look at. They're a top 10 unit. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually surprised. By which which they? Minnesota? Minnesota, yes. They've been they've been fairly good, yeah. So I'm surprised that uh, advanced metrics would say that they're one of the worst. Well, it was for, for rushing defense, but. Well, but still. Uh, it's interesting. All right. Well, there we go. Um, so yes, Devontae Freeman going through that concussion protocol. Um, I, you know, if you have Tevin Coleman, like I do in a couple leagues, you're still holding on to him, obviously. But uh, you know, it does sound like Devontae may be good to go. Yeah, uh, Tevin. Tevin's definitely a handcuff if you're a Devontae owner. Um, and uh, he's he's a good dude, one to just stash otherwise. You too. should be handcuffing everyone. Yeah, this is the time of the year. Like that's why between Seriously, my two waiver man. wire columns, there were like eighteen handcuffing oh, running backs. Oh like, man, get them you all. Gotta handcuff get them all, everybody. baby. Everybody, my whole bench. Uh, Charkandrick West. Speaking of dealing with a hamstring injury again, um, there's one healthy hamstring in all of the NFL. I kept so seeing my Charkandrick West fantasy points go to Spencer Wareless and Dontari Poe. Oh my God, Dontari Poe. The Poe one was the most frustrating. That's the one. West was actually on the. <laughs> Right. I know. That's the one that hurts. That's uh, not cool. 
That was not cool. Chuck Hendrick, what did he end up with? 65 yards? Did yeah, he, he started off great. He well, was, he was off better as a receiver. Fire. He was going to have such a huge day. I know. I know. He, was, he was in line to just go bananas. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Ware stepped in and looked really good. Um, he had, what, 110 yards, two touchdowns? I total, yeah, 110 total. He had 90-some rushing. That just, I mean, the Chargers' run defense is so bad. Um, Spencer Ware out of LSU, so it's not as random as uh, you would think, but he was back up there at LSU for a long time. Uh, I was looking back at his game log from LSU. The guy, he's got a career high of 110 rushing, so it's not like he was ever one of those highly utilized guys. Um, well, and he had off-the-field issues, too, which is what, hurt his stock once he came into the NFL and things. I think he was drafted by Seattle. He was, and I'm pretty sure uh, Harmon and Matt, the great Matt Waldman on Twitter was talking about this. Uh, I think he had like two DUIs or something while he was uh, with Seattle, uh, and that, that kind of led to his dismissal. So I see. All right, well, but either way, Spencer Ware, again, uh, wasn't, you know, a, a terribly productive back in college even, so for him to step onto the NFL field and uh, and do what he did, uh, was a bit of a surprise. So, But, yeah, he does have the big school, uh, big conference pedigree from LSU, if that means anything to you. But Spencer Ware definitely worth an ad, uh, just like Tevin Coleman is worth an ad. But um, Charcantric West, we don't, we don't know uh, how severe the hamstring is. We always hear day-to-day when we hear about these. It's ham- still encouraging that they're not like, well, we'll test it more or anything. They came True. out right away and said day-to-day. All right, Brian Hoyer passes his concussion protocol. He's going to start versus the Saints. How confident are you in him? Very. Well, if you look at the numbers, I mean, every quarterback recently that's faced the Saints has gone crazy. Crazy. Even even Kirk Cousins. Brian Hoyer, before he got his concussion. 17-plus fantasy points in five straight. Yeah, he was averaging almost 20 points a game, I'm pretty sure. Yep. So it's yep. a it's Very a good. it's a great it's a great situation all around, which means of course he'll get ten points. But uh, I guess the the, <laughs> the one worry you're I learning, have, Alex. Ah, yes. Uh, the one worry I have uh, with Brian Hoyer, though, right, is okay. So yeah, he went through the concussion protocol, but he's one big hit away. Everybody, yeah, everybody's one big hit away, wow. though. I mean. You know, uh, once you get one, you're more susceptible to to. to I'm sure this was not Brian Hoyer's first concussion. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, okay, that might. Be I mean, it's just the, it, look. He plays a contact sport for a living. The guy that I'm most excited about is DeAndre Hopkins. Hello, I mean, this Dude, is a guy I who know. pretty much <laughs> he he succeeds in just about any situation so far, and now you get to put him up against a terrible defense. I know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You'll Bob. take it. Yeah. Uh, do you start your daily lineup there? Uh, yeah, I think you, you, you do whatever you do to get him in your daily lineup. All right, let's go to San Francisco. Colin Kaepernick to the IR. He's uh, having, or I think he already had surgery mm-hmm. on his non-throwing. Came out shoulder. on Saturday, right? Uh, news. The news came out on Saturday. <clears> the <throat> Blaine plane. Uh, Blaine Gabbard. Are we calling him Street Magic Blaine? Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of ways to go. He's I just Blaine he's, plane. He's Ronnie Sunshine Bass from Remember the Titans. <laughs> That's Sunshine. right. Um, he's got the 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 flowing locks. It's uh it's gorgeous. Uh, but no, Blaine Gabbard there in San Francisco. I know I'm going to sound. Weird. He looks better. He looks better. No, I, I don't think. I don't think there's any arguing that he looks better than Kaepernick did all year long. You're not starting him. <laughs> I mean, let's just yeah. let's just get down to brass tacks. I mean, we're at this point of the year. There are no more buys. There, you know. Look, you play in Arizona this week. You're not. You're not starting uh, him. Oh yeah, no, no. no. Uh, does it improve at all in your mind, guys like Anquan Bolden or Sean? Dragon or uh, <laughs> well, l- listen. I was promoting uh, drone all week last week, and he's a PPR flex, and he's a good one because uh, they target him out of the backfield. Look at his numbers. I saw. I know, look, trust me. I watched that whole. I know game, you're a Niners, but fan. I, you know he got he got the ball in his direction a lot. Like it seemed that one at one point, I think there were five or six straight plays where the ball, either a handoff or a pass, went to Sean Drone. But for all of that, he had. What twenty touches and like seventy-seven yards? Oh, listen, I- I'm talking about PPR. I mean, I mean, when, you, when you're yeah. getting five or six catches out of your back, yeah, yeah, he, I mean, he, had, he had eight catches, so and I mean, that's pretty good. I'm not going to turn my nose up at twenty touches when we're looking at backfields like Washington right. and New York exactly. and Detroit, yeah. and you know, it's just a absolute. Disaster. I don't know when Carlos Hyde is coming back, but until he does, if you're in a PPR league, drone needs to be uh, owned. Absolutely. Uh, is Hyde worth a drop? I don't know if mm. I drop him. No, you can't drop him. Yet. Running not back. unless not until you right not now. until you hear yeah. he's done for the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because if someone dropped him in my league, I'd be picking him up. Right. I would. I would pick him up because and stash running him for back upside. is just a, a mess right now. 
All right, uh, Brock Osweiler getting the start in Denver, second week. Akbar's uh, boy. <coughs> Akbar's boy, the Brock Lobster. They talk about a lot of nicknames, the Brock Lobster. Mm-hmm. Bossweiler is uh, is one that's been going I enjoyed the one. School of Brock. The School of Brock. Just straight, good. you could just do straight up Brock and roll. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, either way, I don't know what the preferred nomenclature is, but Brock Osweiler <laughs> getting his second start. Um, but he will be playing New England. Um, mm-hmm. Good start, bad start. Do you trust him? Do you not trust I him? What does it mean for skill position players there in Denver? That's Obviously, it was a boost to Demarius. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, I don't. I, with no teams on a buy anymore, I think there's a lot of better. I'd, I'd play Hoyer over Osweiler this week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's interesting though because I haven't watched that game yet, but I was talking to Harmon about it yesterday, and uh, and from other things I've read and heard is that Brock actually was able to run Gary Kubiak's offense better than of course oh he was um, than Peyton Manning ever was, and that also helped the running game because he was under center and they were able to run the type of run plays that you know Kubiak used yeah. to do that gave Arian Foster so much success. Where you that's stretch why, it out and the, and the one yeah. cut. Yeah, that's why Ronnie Hillman and C.J. Anderson both had better days. So I think this could mean good things for the skill position players. It was also the first game all year the quarterback didn't have a turnover in Denver. You know, that's, that's what's made me laugh is that that has been kind of the big defining you know, takeaway from Brock Osweiler's game is that, hey, he didn't turn the ball over. I mean, he put up a decent game. I, I'm not going to knock him. But he also had the benefit uh, – I mean, you look at, like, Demarius Thomas, who had the one long catch and run, 48 yards all And then nothing. And then that was kind of it. And, I mean, I think – I guess that's part of Kubiak's offense. It's a lot of short passing. It's a lot of relying on the the pass catchers to break tackles to get yards after the catch. And if that's not there, then you know, from a fantasy perspective, Osweiler's not going to get you much. What's up with uh, Emmanuel Sanders? High ankle sprain, but he seems to be progressing. I was just looking into that this morning. Said it was this was the first week he's been able to get out of bed and not limp. And he would have played against the Bears, but the coaching staff said, no, you rest and heal up your ankle and won't get you back for the stretch run. Uh, they basically told him, we got this. Yeah. Uh, that's basically what happened there. Trust in Brock, maybe. <clears throat> um, gosh, I don't know, man. He's got so many skill position players, Marcus, that, you know, you, you, you guys mentioned I, I played Hoyer over, over Brock Osweiler. Obviously, the matchup dictates that um, in this particular week. But moving f- forward, gosh, I don't know. I, I, I like Brock Osweiler's weapons there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like his tight ends. He apparently he went to his tight ends a lot. Hey, he did. I think between uh, system, between right? Daniels, Davis, and even Virgil Green had a catch in there. I think it was something like uh, ten or eleven catches for over a hundred yards. So, you know, if you can figure out which one it's going to be, if you can, you know, take a chance on on Davis or Daniels. You know, that, that might not be a I bad mean, idea. if you if there are people out there streaming quarterbacks or if they're still trying to figure out how to handle post Andrew Luck, he does have after New England San Diego and Oakland coming up, two secondaries that can be had a little bit. Love it. Absolutely love it. All right, let's talk about your top waiver wire ads. We kinda already talked about it a little we hit, bit. We hit the big guys, yep. Thomas Rawls, Spencer Ware, Buck Allen. That's um you probably want to go Rawls one, Buck Allen two, Spencer Ware three ish. Yeah, Allen or Ware are depending, two or two or three, right. depending on your fancy. Like if you're Devin a hand request owner too. too. Funches is up there. Um, we mentioned Sean Drone and Tevin Coleman. Also, Ahmad Bradshaw. Oh, my gosh, two touchdowns. Well, I, it, which was kind of funny because that's how Atlanta's defense has been beaten a lot, too, is through the air pass at running catching, backs. Pass-catching running backs. But um, Frank Gore suffered, was, was running through a quad injury in that game, and in the fourth quarter he was kind of limping on the sideline a little bit. Uh, I haven't seen anything yet as to how severe it is, but Bradshaw is definitely named to pick up in PPR leagues and just because he's had three touchdowns in the red zone on receptions in the last two. In um, the last two if it comes out that Gore will miss a game, does Bradshaw not move up to that number two list? Sure he does. Oh, probably yeah, Thomas does. Rawls yeah. and then Bradshaw? Sure he does. Yeah, absolutely. I would probably, uh, at least for one week. I mean, the thing is, Allen has his, the backfield to himself the rest of the year. Bradshaw, when Gore comes back, it'll be Gore's back. The other thing about that, though, is this mysterious snap count that the Colts allegedly have Frank Gore That doesn't on. exist anymore. That doesn't exist. Oh, good. That was a rumor. That was, that was a rumor, like, weeks ago, and that disappeared when Frank Gore started getting 28 touches a game. That's, <laughs> that's so there you go. At the wide receiving position. Uh, it's, it's scary out there right now, but I mean, Kamar Aiken's still a number one wide receiver. I don't mind play. that name at all. No, I, I don't mind Aiken. I don't mind Funches at all. Uh, uh, Funches has some problems catching the ball, obviously, but he's, uh, been, he's mentioned been playing Osweiler. But details, he's a wide Royer. receiver. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, Hankerson is a name to circle too. He had been banged up a lot earlier in the year. Right. He had emerged as the number two wide receiver, but then he had a hammy injury and some other stuff. He uh, he will struggle through some drops, but he had a touchdown this week, and he started to. 
For some reason, the team fed like five targets in the first two series to Roddy White and nothing happened on them. So then they got rid of that game plan. Uh, so Hankerson, you're probably not going to start him, but he's a name that could be added. Yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, why I would have Funches ahead of Hankerson is just the quarterback play, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. Cam Newton is Dude, he's playing out of his mind. He's playing the best football of his career. Uh, so, yeah, no question about it. So, yeah, so I, I, I like Funches, actually. I mean, look, I, I there's never been – I've told everybody, screaming to the high heavens before the season started, don't draft Funches because he's just not ready. Um, I don't know if he's still ready. He has a problem with drops. He doesn't have great hands. I know he's a wide receiver. It's a problem. But um, volume, volume, volume. I I think Cam's going to be forcing it into him, and why the heck not? So there you go. Uh, uh, tight ends, we mentioned Gilmore. Yeah. Brent, Brent Selleck's an interesting like streaming play this weekend. It's so funny. You put Selleck. I couldn't tell if you were talking about Garrett Selleck or Brent Selleck. No, this was Brent because uh, Ertz had that nasty that fall that on his neck. And he's, in a, he's on the concussion protocol right now, too. I think he's already returned to meetings, which is a good sign. But they're on a short week. They're the early game on Thursday night. And Sanchez has been throwing a lot of targets Brent Selleck's way, and okay. he's been doing well with it. Plus, Detroit has been poor against the tight ends this year. If you're one of those people that doesn't have a top-flight tight end like the Barnyard Dog, Gronk, Eifert. Basically uh, one of the top four. Yeah, Selleck, Selleck could be a guy to, to look for and scoop up. All right, there you go. At the quarterback position, we talked about Brian Hoyer and then uh, his former backup, Johnny Manziel, an interesting streamable option as well. Yeah, he's playing Baltimore on Monday night. Uh, he played Johnny Manziel pre- played pretty well. He didn't get any other touchdowns. I think he might have had one call back last week, but he had like 374 yards and a touchdown. He's always got the running ability, so – if you're streaming the position or, you know, you want to do an interesting DFS play, why not? Uh, although there is a <coughs> new TMZ video of him uh, popping bottles in a club again for some reason. Johnny we, being Johnny. But do we know if that was new? I, I know, like, we uh, don't know. Johnny's quote was great when he's like, video can be anything. You know, who knows what it was. It's like, oh, <laughs> That's uh, that's not a. I didn't do it. Right. <laughs> that wasn't a. That wasn't me. That wasn't a. That does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> he should have just dropped the shaggy. Just say start playing shaggy. Just walk in the locker. That room. wasn't me. That wasn't. Wasn't me. me. Uh, all right. So um, so there you go. And then of course we have a giant uh, note here uh, for top waiver wire ads. Handcuff your RBs. Effing RBs. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, so let's give some Thanksgiving Day previews here. We got three games on the docket. Eagles, Lions, Panthers, Cowboys, Bears, and Packers. Gelhar, I want to start from the bottom up. Bears at Oh wow, we jump right there. Packers, yes, sir. Uh well I want to talk about it because look, nobody has roasted Eddie Lacey more than myself, right? No, this is true. Um but that last year and it burned you. <laughs> this year you kept hammering him. <laughs> and uh but no, I mean look, the guy Looked a lot better. Looked really good yesterday. Uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday. Sunday. Um, ha- cracked the century mark, uh, just barely for the first time on the ground. Uh, I, look, the 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 backfield situation between James Starks and Eddie Lacy. It's it's very confusing. But uh, Gilhar, I'd love for you to chip in and tell me why were the Packers more able to run the ball here. Well, a couple of things. One, I know it was during practice they gave Eddie Lacy uh, the game off against the Lions because he had that groin injury and they wanted him to get right. And then James Starks didn't do much with his opportunity in a good matchup. And I know, remember reading throughout that practice that they were trying, they were setting things up and trying to like get Eddie Lacy going again. And McCarthy even said during the week that it was uh, it was Lacy's one of his best practices of the of the year, and he thought he was starting to turn the corner and bounce back. So that was great. They also switched back to some more of their power running concepts. And they had John Kuhn ahead of Eddie Lacy, and because that's that's when he's at his best, and what we saw him, you know, do so well down the stretch last year is when he'd get into power running situations, and he could get a full head of steam. Because when he gets to the second level, nobody wants to tackle that big guy one on one. There was a play against the Vikings where he did his spin move, and then he was barreling down on Harrison Smith, and Harrison Smith is a great safety, but he was kind of like, nah, business <laughs> decision, nah, good, bro. So, good, so they got back to that, and I think Lacey, um, he might still be a, a touch overweight. We don't know, but he finally looked healthier. His feet were quick, like we saw it on his spin. We saw him getting in, you know, in and out of holes and stuff like that. So that was the benefit. And I, I said this on the podcast a while ago. He is a back that that does need volume. He's yeah. one of those guys that needs to get into a rhythm. Sure, he can start feeling it. He can start, you know, smelling blood in the water like Thomas Rawls did. Once you start hitting people and getting through that hole, and you, you know, you're wearing the defense down. I, I like him, so I like him on Thursday night too, uh, uh, against the against the Bears. Uh, so you're advocating a start there uh, as an RB two, yeah. Okay, I'll probably ha- I think he's in the teens right now for me in All the right. rankings, and he'll probably stay there. 
Anybody leagues, leagues that I have him in, I'll, I'll throw him in as an RB two. Anybody uh, advise against? No, again, he looked he looked good, uh, you know, and uh, maybe at some point we just we just throw out the idea that Eddie Lacy is going to start quickly. Two years in a row, he started really badly. This year it took him a little longer, probably because of the injuries. Yeah, but you know, maybe we just maybe you draft Eddie Lacy and you just, just trust in the process. Keep him on the bench, <laughs> right? Like we tr- trust in the process, and you just don't expect big things from him. The is he in a contract year next year? Next year he is. All right, I'm I drafting. still don't trust him. I'm drafting a big I don't time trust next year. Him. Uh, I have to play him, but I don't trust him. In the passing game wise, I think it's yeah. I think it's a good bounce back. It'll be a good bounce back week for Cobb. Um, he had some bad drops, and I don't think that'll be the case two weeks in a row. Yeah, I don't think he so. also had a well, should have had two touchdowns, but Rodgers missed him, and Rodgers was frustrated with himself for missing him on the second one. Uh, I thought Rodgers was off in that game. He was off to start, but then um, the offense got clicking and Lacey got going, and then he was making those stupid like I'm gonna run run around for a while and then just <laughs> whip this perfect pass to the sideline. Right. Um, but Cutler, Packers. Dude, start the Packers defense. Cutler stinks this, against the Packers. This is one of those ones field. that's just insane. He stinks. I mean, I'm actually uh, right, you know, writing stardom and sit him. He's my sit of the week at quarterback. Um, I said to sit him last week. I don't like him this week. Sometimes people take the trends too far, but when it's this deep of a trend. This one is insane. He is terrible at Lambeau Field. I mean, awful. Uh, so yeah, numbers. Well, it's like I want to say it's something like it's like a two or three touchdown to like eleven or twelve. I'll look it up. Ratio. I don't have my computer, yeah. but I'll look it up. But he, I, I mean, averages only like two hundred passing yards a game. It's it's not good. So if you have Cutler, sit him. If you have the Packers D, start, start him. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you go. Uh, the Jeffrey injury is going to have to be monitored closely. Yeah, I don't think Royal's going to play. Forte question mark. Langford's a good play unless Forte plays. So yeah, I think Lakeford's a solid play as well. All right, let's get to uh, Eagles at Lions. Um, what to do with guys like Matt Stafford, Megatron, Eric Ebron, who put up a fat zero uh, in a beautiful matchup last that. week, except in the dro- except in the drop column. <laughs> he had that touchdown. Oh, so in case you were wondering, uh, Jay yes. Cutler, four career games at Lambeau Field. All right, three touchdowns, thirteen turnovers. Three touchdowns, thirteen. That's that's uh, not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> That is uh, not good. No. All right. Uh, let's get to Eagles and Lions here. Um, I, there's so many frustrating fantasy plays for both teams between the Eagles and Lions. Yep. Uh, who do you like? I like Anyone? Stafford this week again. I said to start him last week. You like him? He was good yeah, last man, week. Yeah, man. He right. scored a rushing touchdown, which you typically don't get from him. Which I didn't Stafford. realize this. Apparently that was the Lions' first rushing touchdown since week three. Yeah. No. Yep. yep. No. It it tells you how bad <laughs> Stop it. Is. And I mean, the Eagles just came off of giving up five touchdowns to I know. you know famous Jameis. So. That's right. So you like Stafford this week? I do. All right. Uh, that must mean good things for Megatron. Yes, you would think so. Hopefully, hopefully. You get so? I liked so. him last week, and he was an uh, underwhelming. He was just performer. okay last yeah, week. And the entire Lions offense is underwhelming in fantasy. Every good matchup, they're like. Pfft. I like that. That was good. It is. It's pretty that's, much how that's it. Works. it. That's, that's how it when is. I look at the I Lions. Watched, fantasy, I watched that. I watched that game. <laughs> I watched that game, and that's just kind of how I felt. I mean, Megatron, five catches, 88 yards. I mean, it's, it's fine for someone not named Calvin Johnson. You know, like you're, sure. you're hoping for more. You want, you want 100 yards. Uh, he's had one 100-yard game all year. It's correct. That was against the Bears. I think, right? I think my level of trust in this game would go DeMarco Murray, Megatron, Stafford. I really like DeMarco. I really yeah, well, especially if Ryan Matthews yeah. is playing. I just saw that he is still in the concussion protocol, and you know, Matthews is not a quick healer. With it, uh, with it not, with it being a short week, a short week does not help. Doesn't I help at all. All right, so uh, Demarco Murray, a strong play, yes. Yeah, he's yeah, absolutely RB one area, absolutely. And I, you know, at this point, I'd give Darren Sproles another shot. You know, he had a touchdown last week, so give him another shot as a flex option. All right, what do we do with Jordan Matthews? I, I mean, I, I him. trade him to go for Stephen Gostkowski. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. We're trying to work on this trade. It's uh, a sad trade. It's a sad trade. Why Jordan, are we talking about it on the jo- show now? Jordan Matthews for Steven Guskowski. And I am wondering whether I should accept that. It's up. It's it's out there. In the, uh, All right. Enough about these sad trades. Wow, uh, sad. I'm not starting Jordan Matthews. Is Jordan Matthews a drop? Look, if you're trading him for kickers, is he a drop? Well, I mean, I have wide receiver depth, so. He's a drop. He's a drop. Dude's a drop. He's a drop. God, he's had he's had one good game. Maybe you guys two, are messing up my games. chances of trading him. <laughs> uh, 
Stop also, it. Also a concern. I don't know how I don't know how the Lions I'd have to look more closely, but Darius Slay has been a fantastic shutdown corner for the Lions recently. Um and I don't know if he would I don't know if he shadows them or if he sticks to the outside, but if he were the be to be the one to get on Jordan Matthews, good night. It's yeah, over. I mean just I'm I'm looking at Jordan Matthews numbers and they're terrible. They're sad. There is deep just, sadness in your voice. They're they're, just, a, uh, they're good enough to trade for a kick. They're just terrible. So yeah, we're not we're not starting him. Okay. Um, Brent right. Selleck would be the only pass catcher I might start on that team. All right, fine. There you go. Panthers and Cowboys. Let's talk about it. Cam Newton. Uh, obviously, a must start at this point. Um, I, I think the uh, Jay Stu, Greg Olson, those guys are all solid. Oh my gosh, Jonathan Stewart put up a, f- a surprising. Yeah, and the number. Cowboys can't stop the run. 17 fantasy points, I believe, uh, in his last game. As a Cowboys homer and a fan of Tony Romo, I'd play Brian Hoyer over him this week. <laughs> Dude, Carolina's defense is no joke, and if Josh Norman completely eradicates Des Bryant... You want to know a crazy stat about the Carolina defense? All right. They have not played a snap in the red zone in the last two weeks. I heard that. I had heard that. Because I, I, was, I was looking at... I was on, it was amazing. I was on Insight, which is our big like stats document that awesome research team here clicks up, and you can break down... The game logs by red zone, the whole field in the twenties, or you know they're one to twenty. Now I wanted to look at what Washington did in the red zone, and it was grayed out. They, they did not even, <laughs> they did not even enter the red zone. Uh, partly because they had two long touchdowns, but the Carolina defense is for real. They just got Charles Johnson back, uh, their pass uh, rusher. I, I, so I have Romo in a couple of leagues, and I'm picking up Hoyer to play ahead of him. All right, uh, but. Uh, Darren McFadden, I'll still start Darren McFadden. He's gonna Dude, get he's gonna get thirty touches again. I'm afraid that they're gonna run him into the ground. He's gonna get hurt, and then Robert Turbin's gonna be the running back. I oh mean, oh my gosh, this is the most. Don't even bring that. Don't you, even you bring can that. you can argue he's the most brittle running back in the league over the last five to eight years. You know, every year hurt, and they're giving him thirty touches a game. You know what's crazy about that though? And Harmon pointed this out in his uh, targets and touches opportunity report yesterday. This game features the two most quote unquote. Injury-prone running backs. Mm-hmm. Neither one has really been hurt this year. <laughs> it's true. It's a good it point. I mean, Jonathan Stewart and Darren McFadden. That's a good like, point. I mean, uh, Darren McFadden had the groin thing, but uh, he played great last week, and they said they had said it wasn't an issue. But so, like, Jay Stu and Darren McFadden, everybody's like, oh, injuries. Here they are. They're both, like, with a gajillion carries on the season, and they're yeah, both fine. I don't I, – like, I have no worries with uh, Darren McFadden. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it's, I, I know that he was dealing with an injury earlier in the season, and – um, it's kind of like how we were talking about how he might just step in and, and, and be an impact player later in the season. Um, and he just seems like a better fit for that offense. He's not quite that home run guy, but given the, their offensive line, him picking up four or five yards at a time. He's great. That's he, not bad. He's man. the exact type of runner they need. He was a better fit for the offense than Joseph Randall was. Right. And uh, he's he's looked good. He's looked it looked a little bit like DMC of old, which has been yeah. fun to watch. I like it. I like him a lot. Uh, uh, so where do we wait, where do you guys rank Des this week? Then I mean, are we war? Are we I haven't. Done my I'm, I'm you know what? I'm I'm in the process of doing my rankings. Which by the way, it's just it is a factory of sadness over here trying to do. The <laughs> oh God! I because I have to do mine early and then I'll look at them uh, later. When I was doing running back rankings, I was just literally cursing at the screen the entire time. I mean, right now I have Des in my top ten, but it's really because everybody else, else? is just. Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, <laughs> I need to go home and go to sleep for a while before I yeah. get my ring. I haven't even looked at him. I'll probably do him. <clears throat> Dez versus Josh. Well, just Norman. well ballpark. What do you think? Ten to fifteen rank for wide receiver. Pro- he'll. I think he'll probably be somewhere in that eleven to fifteen range. Yeah, outside just outside of the top ten for Michael Fabiano. But no, I mean, yeah, I've got him at the bottom of my top ten right now. You know, but I forget where I even put him. Ugh. Let's look. Josh Norman. <laughs> is the real deal uh, at cornerback. I'm worried, man. Des Bryant just doesn't look explosive. He's out there. He's he's trooping on, and, and he's a gamer, and he's tough, and and he's got that fighting spirit. But, man, he just doesn't have that, that Des-like explosion. You know what I mean? And if you looked at last week's game against Washington and you're thinking, wait a minute, Deshaun Jackson had a touchdown and a good game, but Jackson was not being covered by Norman when he scored that touchdown. Uh, the, the DB on that play actually so. tr- got tripped up and uh, stumbled, right. and uh, that's what allowed uh, Deshaun to get free. Plus, Deshaun's just got freakish speed, man. Uh, 4-2 speed, so, I mean, what are you going to do there? All right, um, what else are we talking about? Anything I think here? that's – well, that's, that's – wait, uh, Witten? Anybody playing Witten? No. Yeah. 
Oh, I mean, I, I had I had a glimmer of hope that maybe he I thought yeah exactly last week. I thought Roma with Roma coming back, you thought no. the chemistry would be there, but no. Yeah, no. It didn't. it's just not it didn't there. But otherwise, everybody eat a bunch of turkey, watch a bunch of football. Don't forget to set your lineups. Yeah, don't forget to set your lineup. Right, that that uh, that Eagles Lions game starts early too. Don't forget, it's earlier start than normal. <laughs> West Coast especially. especially Very quick, I, I wanted to spend a couple minutes here. Uh, I, I want to get to this Brady versus uh, chat. Just a couple minutes here, if oh. you guys will uh, allow. Brady me. versus Hoyer. Uh, Brady versus Hoyer. Where, where do you guys go? I Probably Hoyer. I can't do it. <laughs> Probably Hoyer. Uh, Brady versus Carr. Brady. All right, wait, hold on. Uh, Tennessee's been bad against quarterbacks in the last four weeks. With that being said, I'm still playing Brady. I think I might go Brady. Just, you know, watching last week, the Raider offense was uninspired. I agree. Uninspiring against agree. the Lions. Uh, Brady versus Hasselbeck. Heck no. Heck no? Brady. Brady. Yeah. Heck no. Brady. Wow. All right. I thought that was a little Tampa Bay's be... defense, I mean. It's not bad. They're getting better. It's not bad at all. Better. I don't know. They could be had, though, for sure. For many, many touchdowns. Not by Mark Sanchez, they can't. Well. Mark Sanchez is not good at football. Yeah. Well, the the Eagles team in general is just a mess, so I don't, I don't know. But it's, they're, what, a game out of first place in their division? I, you, know, you know what? Uh, in, in, a, in a reality uh, uh, sort of insight here. Imagine if Kelly gets canned after this year is over. All right. And he's left the Eagles without LaShawn McCoy, Jeremy Macklin, and Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Thanks, guy. <laughs> Thanks, guy. Nice job, well, hey, buddy. then at least the next guy can put his stamp on oh, the team. Man. That's for sure. Oh, that is bad. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, so there you go. I just wanted to get a little bit of that in. So, But but the bottom line is Brady's value uh, has gone down. Well, typically in the past, uh, this year, you're never even thinking twice about it. Now. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. If Amendola can't play this week, well, and Dobson got I Dobson mean, looked like he had a pretty bad Dobson ankle injury can't too. Stay healthy, man. Yeah, Dobson can't, can't stay healthy. That was not a good draft pick by the uh, by the Patriots there. Um, boy, I, I'm seeing some dangerous zone players there with the Patriots. Uh, you want Chris Harper, oh. you want, and you want, <laughs> and Rank wants Keyshawn Martin. He'll be active next uh, week by default. I Come on Chris down. Harper. I want Chris Harper so bad. Oh boy! All right, so let's go. Let's go, Daily Daps, and get out of here. All right, daily dap time on this Tide Tuesday. And again, for everyone who tweets at me with uh, showing a picture of their ties on this Tide Tuesday. I didn't see any yet this morning. I'm not seeing I didn't see any, any yet this morning either, yep. which I was a little bit disappointed. Podcast listeners. I'm a little disappointed. Tie Tuesday, guys. Come on. Tie Tuesday. We're trying to get this off the ground here, folks. Well, uh, both but yeah. Marcus and I are rocking the ties today. Gorgeous ties from both of you gentlemen, uh, I you. might Thank add. Uh, Adam Rank downstairs as well, also rocking Tie Tuesday. I'm here in a backwards hat um, <laughs> <laughs> and not Tie Tuesday. So I apologize. Uh, and Michael Fabiano, also not in Tie Tuesday. Oh, I'm wearing jeans today. <clears throat> I, I feel terrible, and I'm just like as. As casual as I could possibly that's, be without getting in trouble. And that's uh, fine. Last, That's why I think it was so, last week I was a little sick. I just wore, I wore the heavy sweater instead of the tie. I, I mean, I got a jacket on right now. I, I also was uh, a little under. I was wearing my Diamond Bar High School. Yes, you were uh, uh, very cash. For those that don't know, that we all spend so much time at this place, and there are so many people packed into the newsroom that it is kind yeah. of just like a Petri dish where, is, where things uh, germinate, gross. and then this is the time of year where there's usually like some sort of cataclysmic because <laughs> epidemic <laughs> that spreads throughout the news. Everyone is like completely Much, much like out. the NFL, yeah. everyone goes down with something. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> there it is. Yes, so, well, very real good quick, point. Did any of you guys ever watch Scrubs back in the day? Yes. I did. There was a great episode where they were showing how that sickness got to the one person, and what they did at the end of the episode was they showed like the sickness, and it was like gr- glowing green on somebody's hand, and then like he shook hands with somebody else, and then they put like a chart on the wall and somebody else touched it and they're like that's what happens in the newsroom right somebody gets sick and then yes. just goes yeah. yep see ya exactly. all right daily dap time um alex gelhar you got one for me i do actually speaking of when i was a little sick last week i had uh, heard such great things about the show fargo on fx right. i didn't watch the first season um i don't i think i just didn't dvr it i was like uh oh, they're remaking one of my favorite movies as a tv show well they weren't remaking it they were telling a new story but in that kind of Owen brothers motif yeah right. and in the same area but so I started DVRing Fargo season two, and I crushed like six episodes when I was sick on the couch on Wednesday on my day off. And you like it? Very good. All right. Very very good. Um, Marks and I had talked about before with Breaking Bad and Mad Men and all these great shows going off the air. What were the next great dramas going to be to step right. up? 
Fargo could be in that mix. Okay. So I got to go back and watch season one once uh, I'm done here, and uh, it's been it's been fantastic though. Daps to FX though, right? FX has been crushing. They do some it. really good stuff. FX, FX has been doing some. This nice is like the work, third or fourth man. FX program I've dapped on the show because uh, <laughs> I did Man Seeking Woman, which comes back in January. That's okay. great, and you're the worst. So yeah, you are the worst. Is a good show. Um, uh, they did a great job with Americans. Yep. They did a great job with. Um, oh my God! I know what? you like Married. I was I like Married. Uh, I did like Married. Uh, and the, the I mean, you go all the way back to the League and Sunny. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's it's shows. been good. All right, so there you go. Um, MG, what do you got? Uh, well, I am. I was kind of late on this, but uh, kind of in the vein of of Alex Gellhart in a new TV show. Uh, I'm I'm spit part of yesterday. Watching Narcos. Yeah. Narcos uh, good. Yeah, and I ended up staying up far too late because I had to watch one more episode of Narcos. Now, mind you, I'm only like, <laughs> I'm only like three episodes in, so I'm not that far. But, yeah. man. Uh, good the, show. The guy who plays Pablo Escobar. Phenomenal. Ben- and he's terrifying. He's so scary. Just, just terrifying. He's so scary. <laughs> you know? But I also love the fact that – because, you know, you always see those pictures of Pablo Escobar, and he was not – you know, it's not like most movies about drug dealers where they're, you know, they're tall and handsome and well-built. Like, Pablo Escobar was kind of this dumpy-looking dude who had dad bod, you know? Uh, yeah, and, like, oh, yeah. I kind of like the guy who plays him, you know, he's got dad bod. But nice. he's absolutely terrifying. He's so good. Like, that one of that one that first scene, it's not spoiling anything, but he gets stopped, like, by some patrol, basically. And it's the first instance you get of how... The introduction to Pablo How Escobar powerful is he is. And you're like, oh... Bleep! You don't <laughs> like, mess with this dude. Like All that. Right. This just got real in a hurry. I like it. I uh, like Narcos it is awesome. All right, good. Oh, by the way, real, yes. real quick uh, breaking news here. Uh oh. Um, Sam Bradford has cleared the concussion protocol. Good. So feel free. Still not sure if he's going to play because his shoulder. This week, because his shoulder is still an issue, but uh, at least one issue is right. down and out of the way. So there you go. There you go. Uh, I don't know what my dap is. I'll give you one. I, I, I'll, I I'll like give a few. I, I need to dap like chicken soup or like echinacea, <laughs> Tylenol. You know, like I need to dap all that uh, stuff. Number one, I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. There you go. Yes. And um, uh, have a great time with your friends and your family. Watch a lot of uh, football. Eat a lot of turkey. And um, I will let James take over. All right, sure. I, uh, I although I, I will say I, I uh, had to give um, Miguel here a, an education on uh, dap. Versus yeah, dab, dabbing. Uh, dabbing is the dance that you see Cam Newton. Which has basically been killed. It's been By Chris Berman now. So, so thanks. So Chris Berman's dabbing? He so did it. He did it no. on the countdown yesterday. So oh. many uncool people are dabbing Here lies now. the dab. It's oh. R.I.P. I wonder, I wonder I how do the Migos feel about this? Uh, I, I can't imagine they feel good. Or maybe they feel They probably good. do. Everybody's talking about good. their stuff. All right, there you go. Uh, so, yes, dabbing is a dance. Dapping is giving props. Uh, I will give daps uh, to the vine I just saw of Bryce Harper calling memes memes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) Bryce Harper, who's a young guy, calls memes memes. That's a clown clown vine, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he call them memes? Because he doesn't know. Um, I will also give daps to to Jeezy. He he had an album that came out... um, uh, a couple weeks ago, I believe, I finally got around to listen to it. Pretty good, pretty solid uh, work by Jay-Z there. Uh, you can find it on Spotify and online. Is that Jay-Z? Well. Uh, no. Oh. That would be Jay-Z. Totally different. Uh, Jay-Z is in New York. Jay-Z's from the ATL. So there you go. Or, or is he from Houston? He's from the South. I think he's from the ATL, though. We can't uh, trust you in your geography, though, Cope. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> I, they're, they're right next to each other, are they not? <laughs> Same state, maybe? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, and my final dap will go to uh, Christian McCaffrey. I know, Cal guy giving a dap to uh, a Stanford dude. But, man, dude, how dude. is this guy doing this, dude, man? Dude, dude it doesn't good. make sense. I'm, I get so I don't understand what's going on with Christian McCaffrey. He's a small, undersized, slow football player converted wide receiver. He's not even big for a college wideout. He's a slot guy that's converted into a running back, and he is truly one of the five best running backs in college football today. He is like football Jesus, man. You can't bring him down with one guy. I don't understand what's going on with Christian McCaffrey. He is the most befuddling college football player to watch. (laughs) And, of course, I get so frustrated because it takes seven Cal guys to bring down Christian McCaffrey. I don't get it. But uh, but you know what? Daps to him. He's been playing out of his mind 
uh, over the last, well, pretty much the entire college football season. I think he's got a real shot, and he should get some votes in the Heisman. He probably won't win it, uh, but, man, he should definitely absolutely get some votes. So there you go. All right, so All those right. are your daily daps. Good, good pod, guys. We are out of here. James Coe, Alex Gelhar, Marcus Grant, and Michael Fabiano. We will catch you Friday. Actually, I won't. No, it'll be a Stronghold podcast. It'll be a Stronghold podcast. Fabs will be out. Harmon and Franchise are in. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. See you Friday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellman's.com.